This is an SJC Radio production. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to episode 11. We're going to start off this week with an apology uh, because last week uh, the system crashed and it ended up putting out um, the episode from the previous week. If you want to listen to the missing episode, you can always find it on the podcast page from either St. John's website, the TuneIn page, or the TuneIn app, simply by searching for Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. So what are we starting off with uh, today? Race reports. Right, so um, the only race at the weekend uh, was the uh, Grand Prix, and I understand it was quite eventful. Joe? was very eventful and in the first lap, I think it was turn three, there was a horrific accident with Roman Grosjean's car being actually been split into two, consequently causing, um, uh, catching fire and he was saved by the halo as I saw by an animation, otherwise it would have gone, the impact would have gone straight on his front end of his helmet Brilliant. rather than the halo and the metal was bent and push up over his head, God. saving him. Uh, and then, by the work by Alan Vandermeer and Dr. Ian Roberts in the medical car, followed behind, uh, probably saved his life. He was in uh, the fire for 15 seconds. Well, but 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 he he's got he got out of the car and yeah. yeah, and he's got away. I think with major or minor burns. Yeah. yeah. Um. The uh, Alan Vandermeer and Dr. Ian Robertson both said that Roman did a lot of the work himself, and that's all to do with the um, new safety uh, regulations in F1 which have saved us life. And um, of course the drivers do lots of drills to make sure they can get out of the car. Isn't there a certain amount of time? Isn't there a yeah. test you have to pass? Yes, I'm sure able, there is. You have to be able to get out of the car in a certain amount of time. Yeah. I've never seen a Formula One car split in half before. I've never seen that. I have seen... Well, up to now, I've, I've in my lifetime, like watching live, I've never seen a car catch fire. Uh, like that, I mean. No, yeah. no. I mean, it, well, it was almost like an explosion, wasn't I it? I mean, I've seen later on, like Perez's car did, with flames coming from the back, meaning... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Gasly's, I think, in Imola, I think, caught fire during free practice too, but it was never... Well, that never was... life threatening That was like an explosion, wasn't it? it I, mean, I think, I think was, it ruptured yeah, the, the fuel tank and it was, it was literally like yeah. an explosion. I mean, that's the worst crash that I've ever seen. I've been watching F1 for... Four or five years. Yeah, I can't think. I can't think of a, a more dramatic crash than that. Um, yeah, I can think of a few, but none that were that, especially with the, the flames. I have seen a car split in half before. The only other, and that was the American IMSA series in about the early nineties, where uh, a car was T-boned and the car split in half. Um, 
but I've never seen it happen in Formula One. What I would say is, you know, we know that in this day and age, you know, safety is paramount. What I find hard to believe is they had the Armco barrier, A, very close to the track, but B, bizarrely, at a 45 degree angle, which means that if a car went off there, it hits the barrier straight away. I just find it very odd that that barrier should have been at that angle, so close to the track, in this day and age. I agree with that. And I, and I bet you, I, I, well, I bet, well <laughs> the barrier was destroyed anyway, but I can guarantee you for, for, for this weekend, that barrier will not be at 45 degrees. Mm. Uh, I also saw this thing, how, how lucky Romain Grosjean actually was, because it was into turn three, and the first... Uh, there's a straight, uh, a right, then a left, and that's where he crashed. Mm-hmm. But um, I heard, I think it was, can't remember who exactly it was from, but he was lucky it was there rather than Russia, where there's no real turn or uh, there's no real turn for all the cars to slow down. Otherwise, the medical car wouldn't have been able to catch up. So the medical car was actually quite close behind the back of the pack uh, because there were a few turns, which mm-hmm. means the F1 cars have slowed down. But if it was in Russia, where that turn one and I think almost two is pretty much mm. flat out. Turn um, one definitely Turn one's is. definitely flat yeah. out. Turn two's not a slow corner. Well, it's, um, it's quite a heavy braking zone. It's quite but, but, yeah, but uh, would, so the medical car would have dropped behind, yeah. but because there are a series of corners, the medical car was quite oh, close. Oh, I see. It was there. Possibly saved away. Life. Um, what about the race result? It was business as usual, wasn't it? Hamilton winning. Hamilton winning, Verstappen coming second, but, but Albon coming third. What happened to Bottas? I think Bottas got a puncture um, oh, really? Uh, really? quite early on. I think so. Yeah. It he ended up coming up. P8. Mm. So, I mean, um, it, it keeps the fight, well, fight, well, the contention for P2 between Verstappen and Bottas a lot closer than it is now with Verstappen coming second and Bottas coming eighth. The podium was Hamilton, Verstappen and Albon which really does uh, liven up the red, the fight for the Red Bull seat. And what about the race itself? Okay, everybody was talking about the crash. Um, what was the race like? Um, I'd say there was quite a lot going on in the race, mm. apart from the crash. Carlos Sainz um, going through the field, starting at P15, yeah. Yeah, Carlos and then ending up P5. Yeah, both Good. McLarens have done very well, which I'm quite happy about. Yeah, yeah. Um, P4 and P5 for us. Um, Who's fourth? Uh, Lando. Lando. Lando uh, really? Yeah. He, he did really well. I didn't realise that. And that was massively helped, of course, by the two racing I points. I didn't realise that. By the two DNF'd. racing points. Lance Stroll was flipped on his, yeah. on his head. Quite a, quite a low speed. Quite yes. Well, and um, Sergio Perez, obviously, being out of contention with the podium with his engine suddenly yeah. catching. And that was fire. right at the end of it the was. race. There was also so tensions end. between the two Ferrari drivers with Leclerc dive-bombing Vettel numerous times, making him uh, angry, as you could hear through the team radio. A bit like what happened um, at Austria, which, if you can't remember, I think Leclerc or Vettel got uh, airtime. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So, other than that, um, Hamilton winning, which he won't be able to do next week. And um, yeah, other than that, it was was quite an interesting race and shortened. I I said earlier that there's only one race to report on, but actually not. Sorry, I'm wrong. There's actually another race to report on because, Ed, you're going to tell us about F2. Yes, so the uh, Formula 2 was on this week as well at same track, Bahrain. Uh, The first race, the feature race, was won by a Brazilian for MP Motorsport, Felipe Drogovic. Um, Yeah, uh, he's he's not one of the the 
top drivers yeah. in the championship. So it's quite good for him to get the win. His second was Callum Eilot, who took pole. Um, he's been really good in qualifying this year. I think that was his fifth pole of the season. Mm-hmm. And then third um, was, I think it was, God, who was it? Well, don't worry. Don't worry. Sonoda. No, Sonoda finished sixth. Um, it might come to you later, Ed. Paul's, Paul's all good out. I think it might be uh, Nikita Mazepin, but I can't quite remember. Oh, we can always, no, no, we can always check that. We can always check that later. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, that was a good race. Well, with the, with the feature race, is there a pit stop in the feature race? There is, yeah. So, right. Mandisro pit stop in the feature race. And Yuki Sonoda, yeah. uh, he did a brilliant job. He qualified P22, had real issues in qualifying. Yeah. Um, and he made his way up the grid into P6. That's a really good drive for him. Good. That's good. Which um, he's obviously looking at super license points to get yes. into F1, to try and get into F1 for next season. Because um, he has that Red Bull and uh, that backing. I did watch the um, highlights of the sprint race. It, it seemed very eventful, the sprint race. Yeah, the sprint race was a, it was a good one. Uh, you had uh, Robert Schwartzman win the race mm. uh, with, again, can't remember the rest of the podium. But... Um, it was, a, it was quite a commanding drive from um, Schwartzman. Uh, but there was a lot of drama at the uh, towards the um, back of the pack. With With uh, Callum Eilot, uh, who goes for a um, a very ambitious move. Oh, I think I saw this. On um, uh, Mick Schumacher into turn eight, that tight kind of hairpin. Oh, I saw that. I did see yeah. that. I did see and, that. And um, yeah. he locks up and goes straight into yes. the other car, the driver. Yeah, um, that's unfortunate. And that ruined his race completely. He yeah. got a stop-go penalty and his front wing was broken. Mm. Um, and he's really in uh, contention for the Drivers' Championship. So that's, and um, that's going into the last race. Okay, so we, the last round is this weekend. Yeah, and that's on the outer layout, I think. Which we are... At Bahrain. Yeah, we're excited about that. Yeah. Okay, so should we move on? What should we move on to? Pit lane news. Okay, so... Paddock news. So there's been there's been an awful lot of news this week. In fact, uh, today even some of the girls were talking about yeah uh, some, um, some of the so, news. So um, so yesterday we heard that Nikita Mazepin will be racing for Haas in 2021, and he's on a multi-year deal, so he'll probably be here to mm. stay. And that's after rumours that his father will be buying shares in the team. Uh, so that so Nikita's got that seat, and the other seat we found out this morning uh, that uh, Mick Schumacher. We predicted that. We did. We did. If you go back to, I don't know, I don't know which episode it was, yeah. but we said, we said, we predicted that Schumacher would end up at us. Yeah. And so that has happened. So we're not surprised by that. And I did have my um, suspicions yesterday uh, that it would be Schumacher because um, F3 champion Oscar Piastri uh, announced that he was being going to be racing for Prima in Formula 2 next season. And of course, Schumacher is racing at mm, Prima, yeah. and his teammate Robert Schwartzman's still a rookie. Oh, I see. Um, right. In Formula Two, so you would expect so that Schumacher would, he was moving. would uh, be moving. Uh, Joe, any other news? Yes, there has obviously with Hamilton contracting COVID nineteen with a positive test on Sunday night. Uh, that was a, uh, announced by Hamilton and I think Mercedes at the same time on Monday morning. What do we call that? Because they're, they are I, in a bubble, aren't they? I think I saw some of that. There was a contact that um, came to the race that he had, he'd been uh, meeting with, I guess. 
um, and he got it from that person. Of course, it, it might be a false positive, of course, but I would assume they would they would test them test again. again. F1 has a rigorous yeah, testing. F1. Yeah. They test on the daily, and he has had a retest. Oh, actually, so come so back it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be that PCR no. test. It's so, probably a more reliable test. So that obviously left the, the door open to who would replace Hamilton. I immediately wanted George Russell. Yes. I thought, he's racing in F1. How yeah. could that happen? That's yeah. not going to happen. And I thought, ah, Stoffel Van Dorn, uh, I think, is listed as their reserve driver mm-hmm. or test driver. Yeah. And he currently races for Mercedes, of course, in mm-hmm. Formula E. Then, to my shock and... Joy? Joy, yes. I think, I think joy is the right word. Yes, to my shock and joy, I was amazed to see that George Russell would be replacing... I, I was I was Hamilton very surprised. I heard, that, I heard that this morning. I mean, obviously he's a Mercedes young driver, so it makes sense. Yeah, well, but I'm so happy who, who, with that. Who broke the news this morning? I'm not sure. At school. At school. At school? Um, it was Scarlett. It was, wasn't it? Scarlett. Yeah. She was very excited about it in, yeah. in full time today. He's very likeable. Okay, well, <laughs> that's Moving on. <laughs> Let's move on. Um... Now that's interesting, isn't it? Because all of a sudden, George Russell—he's gone from the one of the weakest cars to the best car. One of the weakest, I'd say, quite yeah. comfortably the weakest. Yeah. And of course, he doesn't have a single point. In he came, yeah, he came. Well, uh, but, but, you know, he what, came five, um, five, fifteen seconds, I think it was, off getting a point. But what's it going to be interesting? It's going to, this is going to be the most interesting Grand Prix of the year for, for a number of reasons. One of them being, how is Russell going to cope with the pressure? Because I would. I would argue he'll be under massive pressure this weekend. Well, to prove that he's worth in future for that. And, and what I suspect might happen, I suspect he might crack under the pressure, that he might try too hard and he might end up sort of crashing. I can see um, Because if he doesn't perform, if he doesn't perform at all, that could be potentially damaging to his career, couldn't it? But if he does perform really well, then of course that would be a major boost. So I, I think he'll, it'll, he'll be under a lot of pressure. Uh, which may or may not go to his head. So that's one of Let's the... Let's hope it doesn't. For that's George probably Russell's the most sake. interesting um, story going into the weekend, I think. Yeah. So any, any other news? Well, uh, in Russell's absence at Williams, Jack Aitken, oh, really? uh, former two driver, will be replacing okay. him. Um, so, yeah. Excellent. Okay, moving on. So it's the A to Z of motorsport. I believe this week's letter is J. Joe, do you want to kick us off? Yes, I will. So I've gone with Jaguar. Oh, actually, funny enough, I was going to go with Jaguar. I might just add to what you say, Joe. Okay. Uh, that's that's good to hear. I'm glad I'm glad I come up well, with actually, a good, good idea. Although we've both gone for Jaguar, I've got a feeling we're going to talk about different things. I got a feeling you're going to talk about the Jaguar Formula One team. Yes. Right, I'm not, but carry on. Okay, so I'm talking about the Jaguar Formula One team, and it's currently Red Bull. It is, um, isn't it? It is, yes. And so it's the second youngest F1 team, second tough pass, and um, I am a bit of a Red Bull fan. Okay, you say well, it's currently. So that, that is sort of why, yes. why I've chosen it. You say it's currently Red Bull. It was previously, before it was Jaguar, it was Stewart. Yeah, it was founded as Stuart. It was. It then changed to Jaguar, and now it's Red Bull. And I'm pretty sure that... Founded in 2009, Yes, it, it was a brand yeah, new team. It was. It was a brand but new team. By, and then, then it went to Jaguar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 
my, my Jaguar would have been um, the Jaguar sports car team. Um, now, Jaguar had a lot, of, a lot of success at Le Mans in the 1950s. But my interest really is with the Jaguar sports car team in the late 1980s because they won Le Mans in 88 and they also won Le Mans in 1990. I was there for the 1990 victory. So, and the late 80s, probably, um, probably sports car racing at its, at its very, very best. The Group C era, you had Jaguar racing against Porsche, racing against Mercedes. And Ed, over to you. What is your J? Uh, my J is Jules Bianchi. Oh, um, yes. Which is rather sad. It is. Uh, Jules Bianchi, obviously a Formula One driver. I think he was driving for Marussia at the time. Yes, he um, was. Yes. And unfortunately, he died in a um, a crash at uh, Suzuka. That 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 should never have happened because do you, you know what happened? I don't. Um, there was I think it was a like wet. They had the uh, safety car out on track. He slid off the circuit. And there was a tractor. Yeah, I've, I think I've was, heard about it was retrieving. I think a car from, from from one of these sort of gravel chaps, um, and he hit the tractor. We're going to have um, not test the teacher this week. We're going to have test the pupil. I understand. Ed, you got a question for Joe, and vice versa. So who should go first, Ed? I'll go first, asking for Joe. Okay. So Joe, who raced for the Torosso team now AlphaTauri in twenty eighteen? 2018. Now, Kofia is still there. Is still there in Alphatari, is that correct? Uh, he is racing for them at the moment. And in 2018, unfortunately, Joe. Uh, um, can I have one more guess? That yeah, match? of course you can. Was it Gasly? It was. Um, it was uh, Pierre Gasly. Been around two years. Uh, who else was with him then? It was Gasly. I think hmm, Brendan Hartley. Yeah, that's correct, Joe. Well uh, so I believe he was the first New Zealander to race in F1 since... I think, actually, the last Kiwi F1 driver was a chap called Mike Thackwell. Yes, it is. He raced from 1980 to 1984. I, he... think in, I think in 1984, I think he raced for the... Did he race for the Ram team? Let me just have a check on that. That is correct. Now, moving on... To my question for Ed, which is, who is the youngest ever driver to compete in an F1 race? Uh, I think that'll be Max Verstappen. Correct. Bonus points if you can tell me how old he was. I'm not going to be picky on the days, just years. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, was he 17? That is correct. Yeah, really? Nice. He was 17? Yeah. And basing on that, we should have someone in the sick form, in the uh, lower sick form, racing in yeah. F1. Um, I think I remember which season he actually debuted. Would that be 2016? That would be, Because yes. I remember, he, I think he tested for Toro Rosso in 2015 at Suzuka, but he made his proper debut, debut. the next year. That's okay, correct. we might not have a Formula 1 driver in our sixth form, but we do have a Ford Fiesta driver, yeah. racing driver, in year 11. We do. So he's younger than 17. And you can hear that interview, which Mr. Bird held, in episode two. Oh, okay. Hold well on. 
Moving on. What have we got next? So moving on, we've got my fact of the week. Right. And I'll let you guess. Well, actually, if you can know it, please do feel free to, to pipe up. Okay. Um, but this week's fact is only one female driver has ever scored a point. Ooh. Who was she? Oh, I should know this. I should know this. Her name is Lella Lombardi. Very the good. The only female to ever score a point in F1. Well, actually, you say score a point because in those days, um, points only would have been allocated for positions one to six. Even harder. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. Um, I guess now uh, we're left with uh, what's coming up this weekend. This weekend. This weekend in F1. There is the outer circuit yeah. in Bahrain, meant to be a sub-minute qualifying. Funny event. enough, of all the races this season, this is the one I'm most excited about because it, it, it's 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 a brand new circuit. Um, well, okay, Mugello was new to Formula One, but I but I'm familiar with with Mugello. I've never seen uh, any race on the outer loop, Neither. and because I'm really keen on my circuits, I'm very excited about seeing mm. that. So you reckon possibly a sub-minute sub lap? Yeah. So it's going to be really, really fast because it's basically just it's, it's three, three straight straights. It's up with not a chicane. It's a fast chicane. They're, 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 I think it's a fast. like S's. Yeah, banking S's. Yeah. Not banking, um, smooth S's. Yeah. So. Predictions? Well, 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 actually, because Hamilton is out. You can't do your normal predictions. Well, th- th- this, is, this is the first time for a very long time well, we don't know who's going to win the race. We don't even know which team's going to win the race. No. I'm going to predict that. I hope George Russell does well, but I'm going to predict that um, I think it'll, the pressure might get to him and it might not go as well as perhaps he is hoping it will. I, I can't, I, I, I've got to say Max Verstappen. I don't think Bottas will win. I think Verstappen will win. But this is nice. This is how Formula One should be. Yes, you know we don't know who's going to win, which is great. Joe, who do you think is going to win? It My prediction: I'm going to say Verstappen win as well because yeah. I think either though Verstappen is in an inferior car to Bottas, yeah. he is the better driver. Uh, so I think he will yeah. come out on top. Yeah. So I think it will become Verstappen. I also want to put another mix into the Red Bull fight. So I'm going to put Albon for that second seat. Red yeah. Bull. So I'm going to put Verstappen Albon a Red Bull one two. I think that will be their first since 2012. Mm. Um, it'll be a Stappen, Albon, and I do think that Russell will fall down the order, and I'm not sure it'll be as good as everyone will think it will be, but I'm still going to predict in that podium because I really want podium, him to do gosh. well. Almost by saying this, you know, willing him on to do to, to do well. So we're, let's do two predictions here. We're going to go the overall win and how Russell does. I'm going to say, I've said for Stappen to win, and I'm going to say Russell to retire. I think he's going to crash out. I mean, That's... That's right. Ed, what about you? Uh, I think, well, I can't say Verstappen win. Uh, so I'll go for a Bottas uh, win. P2 and P3 go Verstappen then Albon. And what about your prediction for Russell? I think George, I reckon he'll get points. I don't think he'll get as many points as people will want him to. Now, I've got a question here. Um, Hamilton's been tested positive for covid does that mean he misses the next race as well? Which I'm assuming is the following weekend. Um, we don't know. I think it depends how long it, it takes for him to then test negative again, which is when he's allowed allowed back in. Yeah. 
Interesting. And do we have any predictions for Formula 2? I, that's your department, Ed. I don't, obviously. All right, then. Um, so, the feature race, I'll go with... It's the outer track. I'll go with a Mick Schumacher win, podium Yuki Tsunoda, P2, and then P3. Go with a bit of an outside bet. Go, um, Yehan Deruvler again, and of course I forgot earlier on who got who got P three oh. in the feature race, and it was Yehan Deruvler in his Carlin. Hold on. Um, and for the sprint race. Oh, they're doing both. Uh, so it'll be reverse grid, so probably maybe an outside bet for the win. So it could be someone like Luca Giotto, maybe. Um, they tend to finish around that sort of mark. Um, but yeah, F two is very you're, tight. You're gonna have to tell us. How your predictions went yeah, next week? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely uh, let you know. Um, I'll do a I'll do a prediction for the feature race. I will go. I not win, almost proving why he should be in F1 over Mispin. And then I'll go. I'll go. I not. I'll go Yuki Sonoda, and then I'll go Jack Aitken. Okay, excellent. Right, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Um, so actually next week is the, the, the last episode of series one, because after that it's, it's, we wake up obviously for our Christmas holidays. So if you are listening, hope you have a great Christmas and thank you for listening to Pit Stop. <laughs> you can, you can cut that out if you want. Yeah, because we're not there yet. That are we not yet? No. Is that next week? It is. Don't have a good Christmas. Nice. So, um, it's good evening for me. Good evening from Ed. And good evening from Joe. This was an SJC Radio production. The writers and presenters were Mr. Bird, Joe and Ed. And this week's episode was also produced and edited by Mr. Bird. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well